Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Female Creative Talks podcast. I love having you here and it is my mission to bring you the greatest tips, industry updates and know-how from those that have been there, done that and got the t-shirt to help you on your business journey. I know that you have it in you to take your business to new heights and my guests and I are going to show you how. And don't forget, if you want to more help in growing your business and you want to find out more about what I offer as part of the female creative then please do check out my website thefemalecreative.co.uk all of the links are in the show notes so let's find out about this week's episode you are tuned in to episode six of series two of the female creative talks podcast with me hannah roper Today, I am super excited to be interviewing my PR guru, Hope McKellar. Hope McKellar is a public relations expert who founded her PR company, Hope McKellar PR, in June 2020. A former journalist at the News Portsmouth, as the business editor, Hope understands what it takes for businesses to get their stories in the local media. She launched her PR company to help businesses get the recognition they deserve and get their stories told in the right way. Working with businesses of all sizes and from all sectors, from solopreneurs to large corporates, both locally to Hope and across the country. Hope has had clients published on ITV, BBC, Mail Online and so much more. I am so excited to talk to Hope today, talk about her journey into being a business owner herself and those top PR tips that are going to help you. So let's get started. Welcome, Hope, to the Female Creative Talks podcast. I am so excited to have you here. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. Really excited to be here. How are you? I'm good. I'm absolutely buzzing because I mentioned in the intro that you are my PR guru. I've learned so much from you about PR and the value that PR has in business. So I'm really, really excited to get that out to even more people. So to start off with, tell us about your business. Okay, so my business is just over a year old now, and it's a public relations, essentially agency, but it's just me. So what I do is I help businesses of all sizes. So whether that's small startups that are just doing something on the side as a hobby kind of hustle to large corporations that want to share their news, and I help them to get their stories out into the media. And I do that by writing press releases. So my background is in journalism. I was the business editor at the Portsmouth News before starting this business. So I have a journalistic mind and I know how to write a story out of something that um not a lot of people see as a story so yeah essentially that's what I do as I said I've been running for a year I've worked with loads of different businesses yeah that's kind of it really it started in COVID so it's been a bit of a journey but it's been fun that's amazing and it's not just PR you have another business as well don't you tell us about your other business yeah I do I also do makeup I'm a bit of a side hustler and I have a makeup business which has actually been going for about three years now I started doing it recently from my home in Pearbrook what it says on the tin really I do people's makeup proms weddings um events occasions stuff like Goodwood and and all 
of that jazz and also Halloween when that comes around too. So you are a very, very busy human. You mentioned that with PR business, you've got a background in journalism and you mentioned that it started in COVID. How did the idea grow into a reality for Hope McKellar PR? So it wasn't actually, I'll be honest, my idea to start off with. I put a, a post out on LinkedIn when I was nearing the end of my contract at the news and just asked if anyone of, knew of any opportunities or had any sort of idea of what I could do after I left there because it was a temporary contract. I had a phone call with someone who basically said, this is what I think you should do. You should go freelance. You should start your own communications business. I just thought, yeah, do you know what? that's what I'm going to do. And I think when someone gives me an idea for something, I'm the sort of person who will be like, yep, I'm definitely going to do that. So that's what I did really. And at the start, I was a bit unsure and I thought I was just going to do a bit of freelancing here and there, but it kind of just grew organically, really. I think where people were really trying to focus on their marketing in COVID, um, it worked in my favour, really. And I had a lot of clients who were really interested in the PR. It just kind of grew from there, really. So, yeah, that's so exciting. And tell us a little bit more about what you've learned about yourself in this journey, because I think taking that leap, even if that wasn't your intention to start off with, you've created it into a business, you're doing incredibly well. Thanks. What have you learned about yourself? Well, I look back at like even just a year ago, but two years ago, I was just about a, like graduating from uni. So I was just about a uni student still. And going from that kind of mindset to now being a business owner, being responsible for not only my own business, but in a way, other people's business as well. It's a lot of responsibility. And I think with responsibility, you grow up a lot. Yeah. So I think I'm a completely different person to who I was even just this time last year, really. I think you take a lot of stuff more seriously because there's that much hanging on it so yeah I think I've also learned that I've got a lot of resilience because it's been a roller coaster as I said it's like sometimes you think is this going to work out have I have has it all flopped has it all gone down the drain and the next month or week you're like so busy you can barely breathe mm. so you've got to have that kind of I guess pardon the pun hope <laughs> and <laughs> resilience that you know it's going to kind of work out eventually because I think that's one of the biggest things that potentially a lot of people don't always think about when they go into business for themselves is that it is a roller coaster. There are going to be huge peaks and there are going to be huge troughs. And quite often when you come across that first dip, it can be so disheartening, can't it? And you think, why am I, why am I here? Why am I doing this? Why am I putting all this effort in? Whereas if you knew that your journey was going to, and it sounds so cliche, doesn't it? The journey, but it's so true. You are going to have those waves of real highs, those real lows but just know that it's going to be okay and that you've got to keep going and resilience is is such a huge part of that and somebody asked me interestingly for a, a, a press article that I did thanks to to your direction pointing me in a, in a particular way asked me about what resilience means to me and it isn't about that hard face. It isn't about not being affected by things, but it's about keeping going and knowing that when you do hit something that isn't going the way you want it to, that you can have your moment, but it, you've got to pick yourself back up again and keep going. What, what is that how you okay. see resilience? I think it's about bouncing back, isn't it? And like yeah. you can give up. If you have like one week where you haven't made any money and you're thinking, oh my God, how am I going to keep like bounce back from this? You could just say, oh, sod it. I'm just going to give up at this bit at this point. But it's about bouncing back from that and sort of saying, no, 
this isn't the end I just need to keep going and pushing through that pain barrier I guess yeah absolutely and just knowing that other things are going to come and businesses are not successes overnight I've done a few interviews recently with a variety of different industries a lot of people have been working so hard behind the scenes you were working so hard behind the scenes you were running your makeup business before you had your PR business you were working for the news and and getting all of your skill set up together so there isn't an overnight success that maybe sometimes social media portrays that that's a possibility so definitely keeping going is is yes so important definitely so let's focus a little bit more on PR itself then so PR stands for public relations talk to us about what that actually means and how it can help small businesses yeah so I think PR has a reputation of being a bit of a dark art that's not really very widely understood by a lot of people I think everyone knows what marketing means or they kind of know what it means but PR is one of the parts of marketing that isn't as widely spoken about so basically PR is promoting yourself or building a reputation or a relationship with the public through the news and media and the press so What I do with this is I essentially turn business stories into human interest stories so that businesses and people who have something to promote can get that media coverage and promote themselves. And it's really not as sort of mystical and confusing as a lot of people think. And it's got so many benefits to it and it can really help a business stand out from the rest of them. And I think it's something that especially a lot of the small businesses that I've worked with, there's almost a bit of a fear attached to PR as well, that not really understanding what it is, seeing it attached to press and thinking big media outlets. So therefore it must be big corporations that use PR, not small businesses. So what would you say would be, almost how do you get started in including PR as part of your marketing strategy? Yeah, I I definitely agree with what you say there. I think there's like a a PR gap almost and people think that it's only for those who can afford it. And a lot of the time it is very expensive. And part of what I want to do is make it more accessible to the people who have smaller budgets because I've built my business on a small budget and, you know, you don't need thousands of pounds to make something work. You just need to know the right stuff. So how you can get started with PR, I would start locally. And I always do this with my clients because I say to people that it's a ladder you have to climb and it's all well and good driving for the times for your first article. But it's probably a little bit unrealistic unless you've got something that they're, you know, really interested in covering and it's kind of a right place, right time situation. All it takes is reaching out to your local paper. It's hit and miss and you won't always get a reply. You won't always get success. But if you know the right things to say, then it's going to work out better in your favour. Part of the way you can do that is by researching. So have a read of your local paper or your local magazines and see what they're writing about. See what kind of stories they cover. How can I slot my business into that? How can I make a story that they're going to be interested in out of what I'm doing or what's going on within my business? So yeah, definitely start small and work your way up and kind of have a strategy in place and say, okay, this month I'm going to try and get an article published next month I'm going to try and get another one published and then the month after I'm maybe going to try for a different publication so it's just kind of like keeping going steadily being consistent with it always striving for a little bit more that's really interesting because I think like say it is important to think about starting local because we are Portsmouth based but wherever you are you're going to have 
a local publication, a local news outlet that you can reach out to. And something that you said at the beginning was around turning business stories into human interest stories. So it's almost thinking about that slant. What's what's newsworthy for want of a of a better word? What's going to relate? Because quite often as business owners, we might go out there and we might promote our services or products. But again, you've got to link it back, haven't you, to, to being of interest. People don't want to be sold to all the time. They want to read a story. They want to be emotionally involved in, in something. So what advice would you give to people in terms of, of making that switch and, and turning their business into a bit more of a human interest story? So it's quite tricky when you're so close to a business and business owners and, you know, I'm guilty of this as well, are guilty of looking at their business with the eye of what do I provide for like, you know, what do I do and how does it help people, but but almost like the services aspect of it. Yeah, but really, you need to go a bit deeper than that and think, okay, what is the, the first reason that I wanted to start this business and have I got a strong why like your why is really your driving force and it's not like oh I want to you know provide a different kind of service to people it's more about what's the human interest like the 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 human inside of you why did they start the business not the business person the, the human being so I think it's looking beyond the kind of taking your business glasses off basically and looking at it from a different perspective and and that is as I say often tricky which is why it's helpful to have another pair of eyes and saying okay I'm going to look at your business from an outsider's point of view and I'm going to tell you what I think is the news worthy part of your business and half the time people will be promoting their business in the wrong way because they'll be focusing on the, the wrong part of it that people don't care about because they think they're getting sold to when really there might be an interesting element in there they haven't thought about before and something that I talk to my clients about is is exactly that you've got to connect on a human level to make social media a success you need to connect on a human level you can't just shout about your business in a very businessy way and say buy from me buy this product buy this service and even though people might try and say well it solves this problem and this is how I can help you and try and turn it around you still haven't got to that point of really connecting as a human like say what's your why what made you decide one day to plow all of this time and energy and effort and often money into doing something that is going to take a while to see that return on investment that you've made so what has made you jump out of bed to go and do that what has made you continue working until midnight after you've done the day job you know so it's I suppose it's looking at those aspects isn't it and and that can that human connection again yeah that's it I mean, there's there's B to B and there's B to C, but at the end of the day, we're all human. So, yeah, exactly. And it's a human that's on the other end of that email address, isn't it? When you put your press requests through or you try and connect with your local media outlets, they're still humans at, at the end of it, aren't they? So being able to make that connection. What do you wish you had known in the beginning that you know now? So in the beginning, I think I was pretty naive, um, to be honest. And I think when you're starting out, there's a lot of people that are going to try and chat to you and tell you what they think of what you're doing, whether it's negative or positive, they're going to try and give you advice and tell you the way they think you should steal business. And there are a lot of external voices going on. So I think I wish I would have known to not take everyone's advice and to listen to my gut a bit more 
because you know the way you want to go you know the direction you want to take it and other people don't always know that and if you listen to everyone else's advice you can be going all over the place rather than straightforward the way you want to go and similarly there are people that will judge you but you shouldn't listen to them and you should just do what you want anyway so I wish I knew that at the start it's a really powerful thing to know and interestingly uh the previous podcast episode that went out uh, last week with the squirrel sisters Gracie absolutely said that as well that you are going to get a lot of advice thrown your way and often with the best intentions but be picky you don't have to take it all on board and trust your gut because ultimately you are the one in the driving seat you are the one that has this connection to why you are running your business the way that you're you're running it so that reaffirms and it's actually quite a common thread that I found through talking to female entrepreneurs that they they wish that they had trusted their gut in the beginning and that they had been a little bit more choosy around which and which pieces of advice they, they took on board. So I think that's really, really interesting. So what would you say then on the theme of advice would be your top three tips for anyone wanting to start a business? Okay, so one thing, probably the biggest piece of advice I would give would be to stop waiting for things to be perfect before you launch them because perfectionism goes hand in hand with procrastination and the whole time you're waiting for something to be perfect you're waiting for something that's not going to happen essentially there's no such thing so I would always say it's better to have something that is imperfect that is being worked on that's done than nothing at all because mm. one's better than perfect and at the end of the day you're going to change it along the way anyway so you might as well just put something out there and then work on it as you go that's so true because if you're if you're not out there if you've not put your product out there if you've not put a service out there if you've not put yourself on social media if you've not become the face of your business because you're waiting for that perfectionism you're not out there and your business doesn't even have a chance to start growing and to start moving forward so that's a brilliant first piece of advice so what would be your second top tip my second top tip would be to do as much as you can by yourself there are a lot of things that are worth investing in and there are a lot of things that you can invest in so you could pay thousands of pounds setting up a business but you can also save a lot of money doing things yourself that you can do, you know, not waste money on things that you don't need. I think a lot of people will try and sell you things at the start and say, oh, you need to, you need this, you need this, and you need to pay for this. But really you can have a really sort of slim business model Mm -hmm. and that's going to improve your profit margins. So yeah, if you can DIY stuff, definitely DIY it. And one of the things that I love to DIY is social media stuff I could easily outsource it but I really enjoy doing it and there's things out there uh, like Canva which I pay 11 pound a month for yeah um, which really helps me to, to with my social media content whereas I could be paying hundreds of pounds for a social media marketer to be doing the same thing so that'd yeah. be my that's a really good piece of advice because I think that's sometimes that's what puts people off starting businesses because they think well I don't have these skills or I don't have those skills and I definitely don't have the money to outsource that right from the very very beginning but we are lucky in the age that we're living in that there are so many resources that are available like you say you mentioned Canva great design tool that I think I've pointed all of my clients in that direction if they weren't using it already I really should get on their affiliate program to be fair and start making some commission the amount of people that I've told about it but there are various tools various programs that are out there that 
that you can do yourself sometimes the scariest thing is getting started yeah definitely. so that's and great sometimes things are worth outsourcing because it's going to take you longer than it needs to to do so it's going to be cheaper essentially to outsource yeah than it would be to use your time but if you can do it if you can do it yourself there's literally no reason yeah because all of those tools are out there and one of the first things that I outsourced was my bookkeeping I'm capable of doing it I just don't want to because it it doesn't float my boat so then actually what that means is if I outsource that it gives me extra time to do some social media or to record the podcast or whatever it might be so it is that it's finding that balance isn't it do what you can yourself but when you get to a point where you can outsource outsource those things then that are going to take you more time to do yourself than it's going to cost to outsource so what's your third piece of advice A third piece of advice is simply to network because networking has been one of the biggest reasons my business has grown over the last year. I've done a lot of networking and I've met so many people and I've got so much business out of it. I've managed to find a lot of them that are very cheap, if not free. So you don't need to spend massive amounts. I mean, I'm not going to slate any networking groups, but you can pay hundreds of pounds to network yearly um, but it's just not necessary you can find so many cheap networking meetings on zoom and also just using social media to network commenting and engaging with people's posts on social media and basically reaching out to people getting to know people on a deeper level than just you know liking and and stuff like that yeah I just think your network sorry to be a cliche but your network is your net worth and if that person you're speaking to doesn't need your services don't rule them out because they could know someone who does need your services and I think that's the bit isn't it your your networking is on so many different levels because you're networking with people that you could potentially collaborate with you might be networking with potential clients but then also as you say you're then in the forefront of that person's mind as potentially an expert in that area so when somebody mentions to them that they might be looking for a particular service then they can then refer them back to you. So you're absolutely right. I think networking is is such a vital tool. COVID has almost put us off networking because we can't meet people in person as freely as we were able to. Things are starting to open up now. And I think it's definitely something, something that I've talked to my clients about including in their marketing plan is don't forget that networking is part of your marketing plan you're getting your message out there and connecting with people three incredible top tips thank you so much for sharing those so we are heading now towards the end of the podcast so before we wrap everything up where can people get hold of you what are your socials your website all of that sort of jazz so social media best to find me on linkedin and instagram my instagram's at hope mckellar pr and i'm hope mckellar on it linkedin and my website's hope mckellar and you can find all my contact details there on my social media site on my Instagram if you go in my bio. If you want to book a one-to-one with me and you want to have a chat with me straight away, then there's a link to do that in there. Or you could just have a stalk if you want, but make sure you network. Yes, absolutely. And there are a variety of ways that people can work with you to up their PR game, to have on monthly retainer clients, but also you can do one-off. And are you running any masterclasses? Or are you planning to run any masterclasses in the, in the future for people to watch out for? 
Yeah, so I'm actually working with the Inspire Network. We're doing a PR course, which is going to be launched soon. And I have a membership group where I take clients on to do one-to-one coaching, which is very affordable. So if there are people out there who don't think they could afford PR, but want to include it, but just don't know how, um, I can help them by coaching them to gain the right skills to do that themselves. Fab. And you give so many amazing top tips on your social media as well. So make sure you all go and follow Hope McKellar PR, check out her content, her website. And if you do want to have a chat about PR, then get in contact because I have loved working with Hope. I've really upped my PR game and it's a really important part of my marketing strategy. So I would absolutely recommend that you all check that out. So to finish off then with, I do this with every single one of my guests, we go through three sentences that I will ask you to finish and I will tell you each sentence one at a time. So the first one is, if I could start my business again, I would. I would charge more from the start. Oh, that's an interesting one. I am happiest in my business when. I'm taking things off my to-do list and seeing articles be published in the press fab and three words i would use to describe my business are personable disruptive and i definitely have to say pink oh love that fabulous thank you so so much for joining me today hope thank you for having me it's been great it's been an absolute pleasure please don't forget to check out hope on social media linkedin and her website thank you all for listening and i will speak to you very very soon Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. I cannot wait to hear your thoughts. Hopefully you have loved listening to it as much as I have loved creating it. And how lucky am I to be talking to all these incredible and inspirational entrepreneurs about their business journey and their top tips just for you. And remember, if you want to find out more about The Female Creative and how I can help you unleash your creativity, release those blockers and get your business to where it should be, then please do head to my website at www.thefemalecreative.co.uk. Don't forget to follow me on social media All of the links are in the show notes. Reach out and say hi. And there is nothing that makes me happier than seeing you screenshot the episode and share it to your social media, tagging me and the Female Creative Talks podcast. Thank you so much again. And I will speak to you very soon.